I want to share with you an experience that I had this weekend that actually has to do with my least favorite thing in the world, running. I know, right? I'm not a runner, but I got a story to tell you from this weekend because I ran a marathon this weekend, a marathon. That's 26.2 miles. Oh my gosh. I don't even like to drive that far Monday through Friday at work. To me, like if I have to go to a restaurant across town, that's like five miles, I think is too far. So I got a story to tell you though, because I think this moment in time that I had this experience that I had while running this marathon is actually an experience or a thought that a lot of us accidentally have that we shouldn't. Let me drink some coffee before I get into it. All right, let me share what happened. So, and let me give you some context for the marathon and why I'm even running it. So I wanted to do a, a marathon because I'm training for an Ironman. And um, I thought that if I could run a marathon, it would just give me the confidence to know going into this later event, this Ironman, that I could run the, the marathon portion at the end of biking and swimming and all that. So I thought, well, this would be a good idea. And the nonprofit that I'm so passionate about, FIRE, which is Forging Youth Resilience, was also doing a fundraiser for it. So run and raise funds for the event. And I thought, okay, perfect. The charity, the nonprofit I love so much is raising money. The event is at the perfect time. It's in Denver. It, the start line is like a mile from my house. Like, this is great. I'm going to do this one. So my fiance and I decided to do this marathon. So we get up in the morning. We go to the start line. It's crowded. There's energy. People are excited. I'm nervous, but I've been training. So I feel like, yeah, this is going to go okay. So. The gun starts, right? And everybody runs. Here's the story I want to share with you. The story that I think is actually something that we've all experienced in different ways in our life or at work or at home or with neighbors and friends and family and colleagues. And it's the game of comparison. And it's a thought and a game of not just comparison, actually, but of settling for less than you're capable of because of comparison. So here's what happened. I am running strong and I'm actually feeling good. Now, to be clear, for me, running strong is an 11 minute, 30 second mile. So I'm not a fast runner by any means. Like I said, I got hips. I got one foot that's turned in a little bit. I'm 50, like I didn't grow up running. I got my big old Hoka shoes, shoes on that are like boats on my feet. But I'm feeling really good and I'm running and I'm at a good clip and I'm just, I'm feeling great. And we're in this one spot in the run where we run around the lake and it's about a two mile, I think, around. So we're at like mile seven in the race of the 26.2 miles. And I'm running, I'm running. And I realize that I'm starting to catch up to this guy who, no joke, looks like a chiseled Greek god that just descended from the heavens and decided to do this race. I'm sure of it. So let me just paint the picture, okay? Here I am in my longer running shorts so my thighs don't rub. That's the reality. I've got my headphones in. I got my sunglasses on. I'm probably already getting a little sunburned. And here's this guy, and he's wearing these tiny, tiny little shorts, of course. I would too if I looked like that. And he's got these super broad muscular shoulders and that kind of like, you know, V that we all covet, and he's got these long legs and they're super muscular. I mean, he is just ripped. He looks like 
like a Greek god who just came from a fitness magazine. And he's probably in his, I don't know, I'm bad with ages, but I'm going to go with mid-20s maybe. Maybe even just, that's even at the most. And he's running, but I'm catching up to him. Now, here's why I'm sharing with you him and what he looked like with his ridiculously chiseled body and his glistening skin and his short shorts. It was so ridiculous, right? Compared to me, I run like a duck. So I'm like, quack, 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 quack as I catch up to him. And yes, that is how I run because my legs kick out. No joke. So I'm catching up to him. And here's where my mind plays just ridiculous tricks on me. I start to think this, hold up. If this guy is running at this pace, how is it that I'm even catching up to him? I mean, obviously he looks like he should be faster than me. He's clearly fitter than me. He's younger than me. Um, his, his running gait looks better than mine. So obviously there's no reason that he should be behind me and that I should go past him. Obviously I should be behind him. Like that's the natural, the right order of things, right? What a weird comparison game to play in my head. And here's the crazy part. So if I'm starting to think this like, oh, well, if he's running at that speed, I should probably be slowing down because my speed should obviously be slower than his. Here's the weird thing. Here's what happens. That's what I did. I slowed the fuck down. What is wrong with me? I was killing it for me. And I see this guy and I decide, well, he obviously is stronger, fitter, faster, younger than me. So he should be in first place. I should be in second place. So I drop back and I start to kind of pace myself against him. I start running his pace a little bit. So I'm kind of right behind him. And by the way, I don't know who this guy is. I've never seen him before and I'll never see him again. I don't really care. It was all about the mental game that I was starting to play with myself. So then he started to walk. And here's what I started to do in my head. You know what? My legs kind of hurt. I should probably walk too. Yeah, I'm going to slow it down a little bit. So then he's walking and I'm walking. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I tethering myself to this guy? I have, as I said, I have no idea who he is. I don't know if he's never run before. I don't know if he just had knee surgery. I don't know if he just is, has no mental toughness whatsoever and he's a wussy. Like, I don't know anything about this guy. Yet in my head, because of his appearance, he obviously needed to be ahead of me. So this went on for about a half a mile where I convinced myself that this was the right order of things him ahead of me and me a little bit behind. I mean, obviously, how could I possibly pass this guy? And then we stopped at an aid station and not stopped, but like slowed down to get like some Gatorade, some water, you know how it is, right? You don't want to totally stop, but you start walking a little bit. And as I was drinking the Gatorade, it kind of dawned on me because my body didn't want to walk. Like I feel myself not wanting to slow down. It was actually hurting more than the speed that I was going up before. And so it just, I don't know, it just dawned on me that like, what am I doing? And then I looked over at him and he's kind of like hunched over, not looking so good. Like, I don't know, maybe he's going to throw up or he's out of breath or he's lightheaded. I'm not sure. But I'm like, what, why am I following this guy who just because his success looks like that, why am I allowing my pace and my success to look like his, especially when I know nothing about him? So at that moment, I changed and I decided, you know, this is ridiculous. I'm going to start running my pace. I'm going to start running my race. Hope he does as well as he can possibly do, but I'm not tethering myself to this guy. And I ran off and 
I had a good race. I, you know, like a lot of marathoners, maybe, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a natural runner, but I ran and I ran for the first, I'd say 15 miles. I had a really good race. And then I started to slow down. It started to hurt. And, you know, it was kind of like, it was the mental game from 15 miles on for sure. But I finished and I finished 11 minutes behind my fiance, which I was very happy about because he's much fitter than me. Like he runs more than I do. So I was happy that I kind of caught up to him a little bit. But again, that's a comparison too. And I don't even want to go there. Here's my point. I wish the guy luck. I said, hey, good luck on your race, right? Because clearly we've been kind of running together for a while, for half a mile. And I ran ahead and I did my race and I had my own challenges and my own successes. I had my own struggles and my own wins through the whole race, but it was my race. And that moment, I was thinking about it later. And as I was sharing the story with, um, with pe- other people, I was saying like how funny it was that I tethered myself to this guy and I made my success based on what I thought his success should be. And then I started to think about, because you know me, my mind wanders, all the places in our life where we tether ourselves to someone else that doesn't serve us and actually holds us back. And their success may even be mediocre. Like this guy, right? He wasn't crushing it. This wasn't the guy who won that I was tethering myself to to try to keep up with to like, you know, for positive competition. This was a guy who was struggling on any given Sunday and he's the guy I put myself in place with. So it made me think like how many times in life am I settling for a success that's not even good enough for me because I look at somebody else and go, well, if they made this much money this year, then it's okay that I made a little bit less because I mean, obviously, right there, they they have the makings of success more than I do or Oh, if this person got the promotion before me, well, obviously, I mean, I I need to back it up and let that person have their, have their time because they're better than I am at their job or they have more experience or like in the case of running or fitness or whatever it is, you get the point. I think we do that to ourselves is we, we settle and we use the comparison game to justify the settling. And that moment in the race, it's hundred percent what I did. And I was so pissed at myself later for doing that and so happy that I'd realized it quickly enough. But it got me thinking. It got me thinking about all the places. Like, where do I say, well, you know, I only had 100 people sign up for the June challenge. So that's okay because, you know, it's just starting out and other people who started out only got 50. So I should feel really good about that. Or, and that's not real, by the way, I'm just throwing out numbers here. Or, you know, oh, well, my, uh, this person works even harder than I do. So their weight loss obviously is, it should be more than mine. Or I, I don't know. It's just funny how we do that to ourselves. The comparison game holds us back and it justifies being mediocre or justifies not going for it or justifies not being as good as we should be. So that's my story. That's my experience. I'd love to hear yours. You know, we post these not just on iTunes and all the other places, but also we post um, on our website, go to launchroot.com and you can comment there. So let me know, where are you using the comparison game to settle for success that's not even good enough for what you're capable of? And then go join the June 1st, 21 day breakthrough challenge. It's about to start and it's going to be amazing. So go check it out on the website. We've got hundreds of people from across the globe who are coming in to create breakthroughs because they realize that their best brain is their best life. So we're going to unlock, we use neuroscience to unlock your best self and create a personalized journey that allows you to figure out success and those innovative methods to get there your way. Super excited about that. All right. Tomorrow out.